Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. While school may be out for the summer, egg teachers are still at work developing and reworking their curriculum. Farm Director Pam Yonke meets with Sally Ladsden, who was recently selected as the Agriculture, Food, and Natural Resources Education Consultant for the Department of Public Instruction. She also serves as a Wisconsin State FFA advisor. Sally shares more about what the classroom has looked like coming off of the pandemic and how they're revamping curriculum to better prepare students for college and their careers. Yeah, so I started FFA when I was an eighth grader at Sauk Prairie High School. My egg teacher, Mr. Telford, got me really excited about it. It was something that my family had been a part of, but I didn't really know what my role would be until I dove in, and it kind of took off from there. I started my swine proficiency and SAE project, owned my own small swine business that my sister eventually took over, and now actually my little brother, who's in eighth grade, is raising his own pigs too. So I kind of sparked there and fell in love with leadership development events and speaking and speaking roles and eventually went on to be a state FFA officer in the role as the state FFA president. So kind of seeing different yeah. aspects of FFA and then eventually went on to be a teacher where I got to teach back at my home high school, Sauk Prairie High School, and now being the state FFA advisor. So it's kind of like coming full circle. Boy, I guess. So tell me a little bit about what you see in the audience today that either uh, kindles memories, Sally, or presents you with new ideas, opportunities as uh, staff at Department of Public Instruction. So I actually would love to talk about the delegate session that we had yesterday. I was really impressed by the delegates' ability to run the meeting effectively, using parliamentary procedure, going through debates. It's not something that many adults can do, so seeing teenagers do that was really impactful. And just hearing their convictions one way or the other, it didn't matter which side of the aisle they were on, they had really well thought out reasons for their stances and really did a great job of respect respecting one another but also getting the work done that they needed to so that's really refreshing and it's great to see the ideas that they have as we start to move the organization forward especially now that we've seen such a huge disruption in what we were used to it's the perfect time to look for what's new and what can be done differently boy but you have to be happy with a area of education that has rallied back so extremely strong with membership and obviously face-to-face attendance today Yeah, we were actually a little bit (laughs) nervous in the first session looking at the seats filling up and going, oh my gosh, we might run out of chairs. It's been awesome to see people excited to be back in person. I think last year was kind of that in-between time of not sure where people were at, not sure what policies were going to look like. So now this year with it being, yep, we're full speed ahead, it was incredible to see members and advisors getting excited to be back and all of the guests here as well. So it's cool to see all of the new numbers and also will present some new ideas and new challenges also to start working through. What was it like, Sally, as an instructor yourself during the pandemic? I know you've got such high standards and expectations of yourself and the content you present to students, but all of a sudden the platform was changed so dramatically. That's obviously something that you're taking with you to DPI. Tell me a little bit about what that was like. It was kind of like taking what you knew and saying none of that is important anymore, it works anymore. So it really was trying to think outside the box and find ways to connect with students that you never had before. I was fortunate to have been a student of virtual classes through mm. college, so to be able to rely on some experiences there and think about you know what worked well as a student and kind of put yourself in their shoes. But it was also a lot of just relationship building. Students were at home, they didn't have those connections, so trying to find ways to connect yeah. with them virtually was a really important part of that process. 
Yeah, you make a good point. A lot of the reason why we're involved in organizations like FFA is the interaction with other members. You know, it's kind of hard to do that if somebody shuts their camera off or uh, they don't have internet to get connected. How have you seen that change? Now, like I said, I know you've been in transition yourself, but how have you seen that change? Does it make these uh, reunions all the more sweeter? Yeah, I think students, like we're seeing with membership here and attendance, are really excited about those in-person opportunities. So they're taking advantage of them as much as possible. But we're also seeing some challenges from students not having been a part of those. It's not part of their standard schedule anymore. So trying to find ways to reinvigorate their excitement to go, knowing that they're going to see lots of people, knowing they're going to make those connections. So that's been an interesting process that we've been going through. Now we pivot to you being the FFA advisor for the Department of Public Instruction, knowing the position well because of your connection with the previous FFA advisor, Jeff Hicken. Tell me a little bit about some of the items that are on your agenda right now, Sally. Some of them may be yours, some that may have been kind of brought to you. So right now we are working on putting together a state agriculture career pathway. So that's one of the major projects that's kind of in process right now. And this summer we're actually kicking off our standards revision process. Mm. And so that's going to be happening for all of career and technical education. So kind of a busy time in the ag ed world, trying to make sure that we're staying relevant, being career and college ready, making sure that we're serving students as best as we can. What do some of those changes look like for an old bird like me that uh, was accustomed to hands-on learning in a way different arena? What do those new changes that are being proposed look like? So we're actually just starting the process right now and collecting feedback from folks. Um, the survey for individuals to fill out giving their feedback on current standards will be coming out in about a month. Yeah. And so collecting that feedback. So it's hard to say at this point what those changes are going to look like, but I would imagine a lot of emphasis on new technology, mm-hmm. new ways to incorporate some of the new technology into each of the individual career fields. All right because of your predecessor, now is the time for the down and dirty. We're in the middle of summer getting ready for the next uh, school year. I always get concerned about how many vacancies, how many spots do we have to fill, how many teachers are in the pipe, and areas that we might be challenged as far as existing programs that maybe you want to expand or struggling. Give me a state of the state update from Sally's perspective. Yeah, so we're still working on collecting that information. Um, Definitely one of the pieces that Jeff was really great at keeping his hands on and so I'm trying to <laughs> fill those shoes but it's it's hard and so trying to keep track of all of those openings the last time I looked we were at 33 teacher changes between retirements yeah. or the domino of one person filling another mm-hmm. person's shoes and then that creating that ripple effect and so just trying to find ways to recruit new teachers but also a big emphasis is put on retaining the teachers that we have making sure that they're supported and have what they need so that they're not leaving for other careers and so our star committee through the wisconsin association of agricultural educators is doing a good job of looking at ways to make sure that we're supporting those teachers as best as we can in the classroom kind of off in left field sally governor tony evers was the man in charge of the department of public instruction he knew jeff hicken well and i'm sure he still is paying close attention to the uh the agency has he at all chatted with you is he still engaged in that do you get his ear at all i've not had a chance to meet with him since starting i've had some communication with some of his staff but he also was able to provide us with a welcome video so i think that that's a great testament to his care that he provides for the organization so that was exciting to see all right sally Ladson, busy mom and now our new ffa advisor at the department of public instruction